0: Hello, welcome to the night's podcast. My name is Leah Thompson. As a graduate of Carrie Christian School, it's my honor to get to introduce you to our phenomenal group of teachers. On this week's episode, I have the privilege of introducing you to Patrick Hallbrook. Patrick actually taught me when I was in seventh grade and then again in 11th grade. Over the course of his time at Carey Christian, he's taught several different subjects, including history, Bible, rhetoric, seminar, and he has developed our thesis program. I'm really excited to get to introduce you to him here and for him to get to share with you the beauty of our interdisciplinary curriculum, specifically in the Rhetoric School. Please join me in welcoming him. Patrick, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to jump into our conversation. It's a lot of fun being able to have this conversation with you because about... 16 years ago, I was a little seventh grader in your Old Testament Bible class, and um, it's just really fun to get to work with you in this capacity and have these conversations with you, and I'm just really thankful that you're here today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Glad to, glad to be on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, you have taught um, several different grade levels and several different subjects, including rhetoric and history and Bible, um, some... some uh, Classical roots, uh, different different subjects throughout your time of teaching, and um, I'm just curious what that looks like for you as far as just how each subject. And now you're teaching seminar. Um, how each subject kind of informs the other subjects. Like, what does that look like um, for you as a teacher who's taught several subjects? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed being able to do a lot of different subjects and it's, it's helped me to get a better idea of our overall curriculum as a school and really what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, I also have gotten to be able to I've, I've been able to see a lot of overlap between the classes so how does she, theology show up in a history class or mm. how will we even study say historical speeches in, in a rhetoric class and um, one of the things that impressed me by the way we have things set up is that so many of our classes in our curriculum is interdisciplinary uh, for instance in our history and literature classes and high school uh, in ninth grade they're studying classical history while also doing classical literature so they'll be studying the Greeks and Romans and they'll also be reading the Iliad and the Odyssey and then also in seminar we're bringing in Plato and Aristotle Mm -hmm. and so uh, it's. I, I always enjoy a day when a student, we talk about something in a class and the student goes, hey, we were just talking about this in another class. Yeah, yeah. Just last week we were st- talking about existentialism in seminar and someone goes, hey, we just talked about that last quarter in literature class. And so mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I think most of us grew up going to school and we thought of each subject as just being really separated from the others mm-hmm. sort of like someone who's really picky about their food on their plate touching like you gotta right. you gotta make sure the mashed potatoes don't <laughs> touch the turkey and and keep everything separate because that would be weird if it touched right, and right. sometimes as students we can think that about different subjects each thing is just totally partitioned off from the other and uh real learning uh isn't isn't like that different subjects overlap mm. they're integrated they're they're inter- interdisciplinary
0: Yeah, I love that. One of the things that obviously we have a lot, um, that we talk about a lot is this idea of a Christian worldview, and several different people have talked about that on our podcast in the past. What does that look like, um, or how does this idea of um, learning being interdisciplinary and um, our curriculum being interdisciplinary, how does that fit in with this idea of a Christian worldview?
1: So if the Bible is true, if it's a source of truth, then it's a source of truth for all subjects. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's explicitly a math textbook or a science textbook or anything like that. But um, it does mean that the 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 it's the, the assumptions and beliefs about reality that the Bible gives us should be brought into all of our classes. So if, if I'm teaching a history class uh, I don't want to present history as simply a series of random things that just happened to happen., uh, there's a role of God's providence. and we don't always understand God's providence, mm-hmm. but we know it's there. Mm-hmm. We want to have a christian view of of history or if it's a science class, then obviously there are a lot of things that we experiments and things we can do to study uh, the world that God created, but we're remembering that we're studying the world that God created, right? and and so the, the Bible gives us paradigms and principles and a worldview uh, through which we could, could understand things like like human nature. If we're, mm-hmm. if we're studying about government or politics, any kind of political theory in seminar, we read the communist manifesto because we want to understand Marxism. And so any political theory is going to be based on a view of human nature and any view of human nature is going to be based on a certain view of god Mm -hmm. and so uh culture it's been said is religion externalized and so Mm -hmm. the ways that ideas have consequences and the way that our worldview truly makes a difference that that should show up that it's not going to show up in a bible verse every period
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it does mean that um Christianity and, and theology give a kind of unity to all of the subjects. Mm-hmm. We we live in a world that is logical, that's coherent, that God made, and so we should expect that all of these different aspects of the world that we study will also be logical and coherent. And it mm-hmm. and it's theology that truly brings us together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to ask kind of the. Not a dummy question, but maybe just a question that maybe we all intuitively know the answer to, but it might be helpful to have you verbalize. I think that it, in my head, it makes sense. Yeah, to have all of these um, subjects connected to one another and specifically centered on scripture and truth and um, what is valuable about that for our students. What makes that learning? truly more fruitful.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think some of, uh, probably the best way I could answer that is to point back to a few of the previous podcast episodes. So Mrs. Clarkson's teaching the Iliad and the Odyssey to ninth graders. And those are tough, challenging, important works. And when you read a work of literature, you've got to decide, what do I make of this? Mm-hmm. How do I how do I interpret it? Not just what does it mean, but is it true? Is it good? Is it beautiful? What does it mean to me? And by what standards should I evaluate it? Mm-hmm. And so she does a great job of getting students to think through from a perspective of Christian virtues, mm-hmm. um, how when when achilles does this or when another character does this how how should i understand that um i remember in mr ayala's uh interview he talked a lot about worldview and bringing that into a history class Mm -hmm. and so if whether i'm trying to understand what's got up to in history either then or now or if i'm trying to evaluate how i should think about a certain character from history uh, have coming at it from a Christian worldview is going to help me to make some kind of sense of it. Mm-hmm. And and I think I guess the mistake we want to avoid is which happens in a lot of schools, is just giving students, here's something to think about, and not really giving them a direction. Mm-hmm. What do I do with this? Right,
0: giving them the tools to understand it.
1: That's right, yeah. And and I like that way of putting it too, because it's not that we're trying to uh, force them to accept some certain interpretation or some way of thinking, but we're we're providing them with the tools mm-hmm. to be able to. And and eventually, our goal is that when they leave here, they can go out and think in a coherent Christian way about all of the things that they're going to encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the you know I, a lot of the classes I teach are like history or rhetoric. I did get to teach the. Uh, film elective for high schoolers for a while and that was a lot of fun and uh one of the things i enjoyed was showing them movies like a silent film you know charlie chaplin or something that they didn't think they'd like but they did yeah and but we also approached it with what kind of worldview is this uh, movie trying to teach us yeah and if we had the tools to be able to evaluate that whether it's a novel or a movie Mm -hmm. or a political speech or whatever it might be, yeah. then we can be able to figure out how to how to think about it. Well,
0: yeah, and kind of going back to what you're saying too about uh, our hope is that our students will go will leave here and be able to engage in whatever ideas and wrestle um, wrestle with those ideas from a biblical worldview. And you, as the senior level rhetoric teacher, kind of get to help them do that in the context of a class through their senior thesis, right? Because they mm-hmm. each get to pick a topic that doesn't necessarily have to do with something that they've studied in school, but that's pa- that they're passionate about, and then they have to wrestle with it. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about how that kind of, um, that is how all of this kind of culminates too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we do talk about the uh, senior thesis being a culminating project of everything they've been doing up to that point. And what they're expected to do for the the senior thesis is uh, pick a topic, research it, write a paper on it, uh, have conversations about it with other students, meet with an advisor. Eventually they do a presentation and... Our our goal is for them to take a topic, and they have a a pretty wide range of options of things they can choose from. It could have to do with theology or science or psychology, athletics, fine arts, and whatever topic they take, though, they need to be able to answer questions about it, talk about it as much as is relevant from a a Christian worldview. Um, I wanted to share just a couple of the topics that students are doing this year. Mm. But uh, when you listen to these kinds of questions, they're asking, here's a few. How should Christians view the dominion mandate and apply it to environmental challenges in today's society?
0: Mm.
1: Is beauty valid evidence for the existence of God? What value can Christians gather from fiction with dark themes? Mm. Why has the U.S. become increasingly polarized and how should Christians respond? Um, I mean, these are all great topics. Yeah. One of the reasons I like teaching the class is that I actually end up learning a lot in the process. But uh, these are important questions that, that 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 don't necessarily stay in just one uh, one discipline or one mm-hmm. one subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them are bringing together theology and science, mm-hmm. or literature and the Bible, and so uh, they might they might use anything as far as research goes. They might use books, they might use scripture, they might use things they read in literature class or bring in aspects of philosophy that mm-hmm. we studied uh, in, in previous subjects. So uh, just being able to, to take a question like that and look at, I, I guess this is really what I'm, what I'm trying to say. We want them to answer these questions by looking at all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. So the, the last couple of years... Just just to take an example of, I think, what happens when this isn't done well, you can decide if you want to keep this. (laughs) Uh, If if you look at how COVID was handled, a lot of the time it seemed at least like people weren't taking into consideration all of the areas of life Mm -hmm. that certain policies would affect. If if you're just looking at one little set of data and that's all that's on your mind uh, and you're not thinking about every other, you know, domino that mm-hmm. some policy is going to, then uh, that, that's being short-sighted. That, the, that's um, failing to see the whole, that's...
0: The um, unintended consequences of...
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And, and so we want, as, as people, and there of course, for our students, for them to be able to look at all areas of life and see how they, how they relate to each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, ultimately, theology is that, um, that, that one subject that, that makes
0: everything cohere. Hmm. That's great. And I remember, I mean, I remember my senior thesis and I remember just how thankful I was to have the opportunity to engage in something that I was passionate about, but with the teachers who could walk me through it and who could help me help me see My topic from multiple angles. And this is um, a shameless plug. And the senior theses are the end of April. So if any listener wants to come and um, hear any of the topics, you'll hear and see the schedule in the nightly news. So you can come and and enjoy um, listening to our seniors as they uh, present. But Patrick, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I know that you um, have done such a great job in how you have demonstrated to your students just what it looks like to be a lifelong learner. Like you said it earlier, you love teaching the seniors because you get to learn so much. And it's just very evident that you love learning and that's contagious. And so um, I'm just really thankful for you in the classroom with our students. Thank
1: you. It's been, been a joy to be here at CCS. And thanks for the interview today.
0: Yeah. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Patrick. I love hearing about his heart for helping the students make connections between the subjects so that they see God as the center of what they're learning. As you know, our prayer for every conversation on our campus is that our students would be equipped to flourish in the modern world by finding their identity in Christ. I hope you'll join us again next week.